Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Sox are dead. That's how we're opening the show. Why are yeah. we opening the show like this? Uh, because I'm mad. Quentin, uh, you're mad. Everyone's mad. Mario's mad. Chicago is mad. You're not even a White Sox fan, Ryan Horvat, and you're mad. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, and he is Ryan Horvat. We got a lot of baseball to talk about. But yeah, first things first. It's not even in the rundown. Sox are dead. And the worst part about it is... They're not even playing bad. They're actually, dare I say, playing their best baseball all year long now. And what did I say on this show to you, Ryan Horvat? What did the what did the White Sox need to do to make the playoffs? Do you remember what I said? Uh no, I don't, to be honest with well, you. They I needed, will remind they, you. What did you say? They all they had to do was play better than the Guardians. That is what you said. White Sox are eight and two in their last 10. Guardians, nine and one. They're not playing better than the Guardians. The Guardians are winning this division. Yeah, what a big weekend. You know, you get Guardians, Twins. You just want the Twins to show some life because, again, the reason I'm rooting for the White Sox, bet them to win the AL Central about three times, actually. And then, uh, (laughs) again, I mean, look at how the second half of the schedule lined up. And then you look at the AL Central, the dumpster fire that is the AL Central. You have the 55-win Detroit Tigers, the 58-win Royals, and the White Sox have been playing good baseball. It was a solid weekend. The problem is the Guardians won't go away. We think we're going to catch a break, and not that we're ever rooting for injuries on this podcast, but you know they have pitchers dropping like flies. doesn't matter. They've been playing great ball. Unfortunately, the Sox, I believe, still three and a half games back as we uh, record this podcast Monday, September 19th. I don't see them winning the division. I think Me I'm screwed up that one. Yep, I think it's finally over. The White Sox, it's going to take a miracle. 20 games left. What are they still? Four, four and a half out. Um, it's just going to take a miracle. They have to basically win out, and the Guardians need to forget how to play baseball. And again, it's not that the Guardians are good. They're just, yeah. they don't, they're not bad is the thing. They don't make mistakes. They're just a resilient, good baseball team that does, quote, everything the right way, if you can call it that. What I mean by that, it doesn't mean it's about their demeanor and how they play. It's about they get the bat on the ball. They don't make errors. They don't extend innings. They don't give away extra bases. They play the game right. Now, again, when you hear play the game right, you immediately think it's like some sort of attitude thing, like, oh, because it's always directed at, like, some, like, Dominican player because he pimped a home run. No, that's playing the game right, too. This what this ter- perfect way I'm talking about is simply playing the game efficiently, and that's what the Guardians do, and that's what they have to do. And quite frankly, I'm at the point that I think the Guardians are going to get into October, and they're going to knock somebody's ass out that should not be knocked out. I'm looking at you, New York. Yeah, and you'd get a good price on that too. I'm not going to go that far, but I will I say am. this, man. 
I'm mad at myself with the Guardians because when we we would do the futures market segment, not only here on the podcast, but on our show, I was like, this Guardians team, I like the lineup and the pitching. I, I mean, I like it enough. And nobody's nobody wants to win the Central. Obviously, you know, at the time when we were looking at those numbers, Tony La Russa was also still managing the White Sox. My El plus, Cairo, what a guy. Dude, they were plus 400 with a two-game division lead at one point. They were still, you were getting four to one, a four to one price. And I didn't hedge with them. And that was the team to hedge with because I saw this coming for the twins. The, the twins, man, the twins aren't you even going to go over there. see this coming. Well, not this, but I, I like, okay. So my, I mean, the win total, I believe going into the season was, I want to say 81 and a half. I don't even think they're going to go over that. There's 73 and 73 right now. Like you said, they've been playing terrible baseball. I believe four and six in their last 10. All I wanted was at least a split against the Guardians this past weekend. We didn't get it. I just, I still can't believe this with Cleveland, man. I mean, I didn't see it coming. I thought the Sox were going to run away with the division. I thought in the NL Central, the Brewers were going to run away with the division. Then the Cardinals end up doing Cardinals things. Those are really the only two things that have surprised me. Like everything else has kind of fell, kind of went down the way that I saw it coming. Other than the Phillies not winning the division or the Angels winning the division, which I bet uh, for the fifth consecutive year, both teams let me down. But the Guardians are a huge surprise. Unfortunately, the White Sox, they're dead uh, as far as winning the AL Central. I think I could almost burn that ticket. Because how many, mm-hmm. like, what, what are we at? How many more games do we have to go here in the season? Not a lot here. In fact, I'll pull it up right now. I'm just pulling up because I'm also pulling up the uh, current wild card standings because there are some interesting teams in here with that wild card standings. Uh, yeah. Specifically, like we're looking at the, we're talking AL, correct? We're talking AL Central. Yeah, the wild card is out of grasp for any team in the central. And I'm going to throw the Guardians on that as well. The Guardians have like are, the Guardians themselves are three games back of the Blue Jays at this point. In fact, I, yeah. I think they're only uh, right next the neck with the Rays and the Mariners, who are currently right neck to neck, both at 81, uh, 80 wins, I should say. Um, but man, you brought up the Twins. As much as I want to say that the White Sox are a disappointment, and they are, the Twins, you have to say, are just as much, if not a bigger one, because they went out and bought themselves a Carlos Correa. They went out and traded for some guys. They were able to get that Josh Donaldson contract off their books. They basically outfleeced Brian Cashman and the Yankees to get this done, and the Yankees are going to be finishing their division in first place. And the Twins are going home. And by the way, there's no way Carlos Correa ends up a twin next season. No, no, I, I agree, man. So if the season ends, the postseason, if it begins, do you, do you see it kind of playing out in the, in the AL the way that it looks right now as far as the wild card? Like Toronto? As far as the wild card, it might, I think it might switch around a little bit when it comes to Seattle and Tampa Bay and maybe Toronto. There's still some time left here. Yeah. And each one of these teams are still very much close-knit within three games of each other as we speak. In fact, let me take a look at the exact current things. The Toronto Blue Jays at 83-64 and 64 with a 5, uh, 565 winning percentage. They have the top wild card spot. They are a game, and they're only a half game up, I should say, of the Tampa Bay Rays. And then you got just what? Just beneath that, the uh, Seattle Mariners, who have a 552 winning percentage. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're just a game back themselves of the Rays. So yeah. this could... This is actually switched around quite a bit because just about four days ago, the Mariners, because they have lost four in a row, the Mariners had the number one spot. 
Yeah, Mariners, four and six in their last ten, but I don't know that it's going to matter. Baltimore's four games back, so it's looking like that's how it's going to stack That's up. also going to take a miracle. Just it's uh, The Baltimore Orioles yeah. making it will be a miracle. The White Sox are five games back of it, and the Minnesota Twins, obviously, seven and a half games back. They, they're, they're dead. Their season's over. Uh, so then you got Atlanta in the National League really quick. Atlanta's going in uh, mm-hmm. regardless. You have San Diego. Looks like San Diego is going to end up getting in. Uh, Philadelphia is right there. Two games behind them is the Milwaukee Brewers. Who would you rather see in the postseason? Like, who could actually do something when they get into the postseason? The Brewers because of their pitching or the Phillies because of that lineup and, you know, Bryce Harper? I think both teams will be knocked out in the first round. But of the two teams that I have the choice on there, it's the Phillies. But I want to point this out. The Phillies are only a half game behind the Padres. And the only reason they're a half game behind the Padres is because they just got swept. If they didn't get swept, they would still have the second spot and the Padres would be at the bottom of the slot. And right now, the Padres are not playing good baseball at all. And quite frankly, if the Brewers get in, it ain't going to be because the Phillies got out. It's going to be because the Padres fell out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. They still have another series against the Dodgers. I know. I know. And I want to see, it would be nice to see Milwaukee get in just because I want to see Corbin Burns. No, you're right. You're right. I no, don't you don't. To. You don't want to see that. We already have to I watch was, the I was, trying to be, I was trying to be nice, and I was trying to punish the Phillies for not cashing that 3-1 to one ticket on them to win the division, but that was my own fault, betting the Phillies in a division that features the Atlanta Braves, who might be the best team in all of baseball. And, and, and they're still in second place. By the way, yeah. the, uh, gr- the incredible New York Mets with the second-best record in the National League just swept the Pittsburgh Pirates. Didn't gain a game. Still only one game up on the Braves. Let's be real clear. This is the three teams in the Amer- in the National. Uh, I'll say four teams. The four teams in the National League. I mean, it, 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 I don't believe in power rankings, but if we're going to power ranking it, Dodgers. And honestly, number two, I'm saying Mets and Braves are just tied for two. I don't care. I don't care who wins the division. Both those teams are the second best team in baseball. And then number three, I'm going to put the uh, Cardinals, who, by the way, really does scare me dude in the 20 to 1 price you know anything around there for the cardinals is very very interesting with that lineup and that pitching guys like jordan montgomery jose quintana has been lights out they're scary but i'm with you that's how i would rate those teams but with the cardinals being very very sneaky and we know what they do in october so would not be shocked if they made a little bit of a run i just can't wait to get to the postseason i'm really me too Me too. Well, I got a question for you. As we're sitting here with the futures market, we just finished talking about the Mariners. We were talking now about the Cardinals and good news. Both of these teams have uh, plus 900 to win their respected leagues. And when I'm saying that, I'm talking about the Cardinals are plus 900 to win the pennant in the National League. Mariners plus 900 to win the pennant in the AL. Here's a thing. I, I know we shouldn't look at, you know, full trends. I know it's easy for us to play trends that are that go back years. I do think it's foolish because, hey, at the end of the day, this is a different team that played last year and the year before that and the year before that. But you can't ignore one thing. The Seattle Mariners, to win their division, not just their division, I'm sorry, to win the pennant is plus 900. Yeah. They've never won the pennant ever. It's never happened. They're one of two teams that has never been in a World Series, let alone won one. I there is no possibility that I would put money on it. No, no. And look at the teams. And I get you could say the same thing about the National League because you have the Dodgers who are. I do think the Cardinals are better than the Mariners, though. So so do I. Well, I mean, the Mariners are not. They just can't get past the Astros. Astros. 
But I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Dodgers go up and they take on the Cardinals and the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. It's really not out of the realm. That's what I'm saying because, I mean, you know, all due respect to the Dodgers, we've seen them choke in the postseason. Mm -hmm. We've seen them. We've seen better Dodgers teams. This is a great Dodgers team. We've seen better Dodger teams go down, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And so absolutely have. Right. And we've seen worse teams win, you know, get hot at the right time, win World Series. Um, now I don't know if the, now the difference is, you know, do the Cardinals have the pitching like, yeah, Montgomery and Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. We're still trying to figure out what he is, you know, cause he just came back from the injury a little bit ago, but you know, they don't have, they don't have a Madison Bumgarner or, uh, you know, they don't have a, you know, like we could use that Washington team, for example, you know, they don't have uh Strasburg who looks like he's never even going to pitch ever again, Max Scherzer in that rotation, but still man with that lineup, I would bet on the Cardinals because, We've seen it before, like you said. Uh, we've seen the Dodgers collapse before. Um, we've seen the Mets, you know, free fall and collapse before. So, yeah, I think the Cardinals, you know, at 9-1 to one would be the pick for me. I do think the Mariners are obviously heading in the right direction. They're still – I still don't fully trust them. And I still – until I actually see them win a series against the Astros in the regular season, I'm not going to trust that it's going to happen in the postseason. But I do love J-Rod. I love all those kids rooting for them. Hopefully the time comes soon, but I'd have to go with the Cardinals. And I hate saying that as a Cub fan. Last question in this segment, because I just got to know, what do you think? If the teams that are going to October, go into October, what player, and I'm going to use the two names that are on this list, but I want to see if there is another name that catches your mind or just pops in your head. 